Just give it a go. And I was interested in history, uh, always interested in history. Um, and uh, I just finished my degree, which was in uh, Welsh history, uh, believe it or not. And uh, um, I'd um, just got into um, the kind of secret thing, you know, the, the 18th century mm. kind of secret society stuff and uh, meeting in these taverns and all these kind of aristocracy. And so that, that kind of intrigued me. And um, the fact that it was still existing as well. And when I, when I first went into the lodge, the, I, I kind of saw it through the, uh, the eyes of a, of a historian. Mm. It was um, typically uh, Victorian, really, uh, to me. Um, and um, so I, I like the history of it, really. And that, that, that's what, what drew, me, uh, drew, drew me in. Um, and then um, a few years later, when I was asked to do the PhD, um, uh, I realised that there was all this um, history that had been written that wasn't really that good. You know, it mm. didn't answer the questions that I was... I was asking and um, so I thought well uh, yeah I'll, I'll do the research and and try and come up with the answers you know so mm. that's that's what started it and blended in with the PhD and so you know as a non-historian uh, Freemason and, and a lot of people watching this won't be Freemasons they'll be mm. questioning your you know your background because we ha there is a lot of suspicion yeah, yeah, around Freemasonry. Yeah. And though, I mean, I know many Freemasons, and I know an awful lot of people who, who don't trust Freemasons and write, mm, you know, mm. write those conspiracy books and yeah. the conspiracy films. And yeah. you know, there'll be those questions there. Why should we trust a book that you've written on yeah. Freemasonry? You're a Freemason. Mm. That's right. That's You're right. You're not independent. That's right. Have yeah. you written this from an independent point of view? I have, yeah. Um, Did you find that difficult? Um, it was really. I mean, with it being a PhD, you, you get these supervisors, these university professors, Well, surprisingly, they weren't. They were, they were um, um, but, but there is, I did it at the University of Liverpool, and there is a University of Liverpool Lodge, which um, I never knew anything about. It, it was that secret that I didn't even know it, I didn't even know it was there, you know. Um, but my supervisors weren't, weren't Freemasons. They, they were looking at it. They kind of helped me with that view, really, you know, with the independent view. Mm. And with it being a PhD, it had to be, uh, historically accurate in regards to looking mm. at the documents and because a PhD has to go to like peer review doesn't it yeah yeah that's right and it was um, uh, a professor Simon um, uh, Schaefer that uh, actually was the, the external the Simon Schaefer um, okay. from uh, the University of Cambridge mm -hmm. yeah yeah um, yeah, has he been on here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's done a few t uh, TV things, I believe, because yes, um, yes, I, yeah. I can remember him uh, telling me about him. But uh, so yeah, he, he he was interested in it because obviously there'd been so much rubbish about Freemasonry, mm. and um, he he wanted to see, you know, what the the truth was really, or you know, as far as you could go, you know. Mm. Um, and he was also interested in um, Newton and um, Christopher Wren. Yeah. Uh, which also feature in the book. Uh, okay. Newton, Newton isn't a Freemason, or, or wasn't a Freemason, but Wren was. Um, so um, there was these historical figures uh, that had contributed to British society uh, in the um, 17th and 18th century, you know, that, uh, yeah. that were involved in this. So the fact that you've got a, a benchmark, a measurement here of a PhD, mm. that, that's what you're saying is what makes this independent? Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, Looking at things from a historical perspective and uh, 
looking at the, you know, the actual archive material mm. and the documents. I mean, you've still got to suggest things, you know, you've got to say, well, um, you know, well, there's no documents for that, but there's this and that. So you have to take a few leads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think you've got to do that in every aspect of work, really. You're kind of implying that, that, that historians or pseudo-historians of Freemasonry have, in the past, been, been taking too many leaps. What are some yeah, of the things yeah. that... Um, those leaps, Templars, well, for instance. Yeah, the um, the Templars, um, for example. I mean, I know a lot of uh, medieval uh, historians um, and Templar historians that, that straight away say there's no evidence whatsoever mm. to suggest that the Templars escaped uh, in the early 14th century and came to England or, or, or Scotland. Ran up to Roslyn. Yeah, ran up to <laughs> Roslyn and, and... Battle of Bannockburn. That's that. right, helped, helped uh, Robert, Robert the Bruce out and, yeah. you know... And came down the hillside and their steeds. That's right, the that's story. right. Exactly. And there's no evidence for that. There's no evidence for that at all. There's no, no, no documents. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, So you're as telling you said, me leaps. that in the 15th century it wasn't the Freemasons that built Roslyn Chapel? Um, definitely not, no, oh. no. It was uh, the aliens then? Oh, the aliens, definitely.